Welcome to Be Real Conversations, the podcast where I go behind the scenes and chat to amazing individuals in various industries and find out what it takes to be at the top of their field. On today's episode, we have 37MPH, a South African-born creative, an award-winning international DJ and producer. He is best known in the industry as a musical genius for creating magic through his efforts in meshing the best vocals over impressive beats. His work behind the scenes with artists such as Proverb, Reason, J.R. Mikasa, and many, many others. 37MPH was a music director for the DSTV Viewers' Choice Awards, the SAFTAs, the South African Music Ama Piano Awards, and he was also the music director for Isono on BET Africa. Welcome to Bureau Conversations. My name is Cyril Zuma. I am chilling with one of my, I want to say, newly found idols, newly found uh, creators, newly found everything i think is such an amazing guy we got to meet at a set at um on a tv show and without wasting any more time i actually just want to introduce you to this guy and let's get to know him so i want to get started with the first question in fact before we even get anywhere what inspired you to become a music producer first first let me say hi to everybody at home um it's 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 such an amazing honor to to actually spend time with you um, I mean, I follow your work. We've been following each other on Twitter. And for us to meet at, at the set of Afropop Nation, for me, it was like, ah, oh, it's like... It was it beautiful, was even, right? Yeah, it was beautiful. It was even more than I imagined. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and for us to be sitting here recording your podcast, um, Anna, thank you so much for following, for following through. Thank you, thank sir. Thank you for, for, for Dope Spirit, man. Thank you. Yeah. I really appreciate it, man. So, yeah. What inspired you to become a music producer? Okay. As I so, said, I mean, we met, <laughs> we, we met on Afropop Nation yeah, and yeah. you were actually doing music production there. Yeah. And before yeah. that, I think we had known each other yeah. possibly through social media, but sure. I, I don't think I had fully known yes, exactly your capabilities. And when I start seeing, you know, things, people like MT tweeting you and I'm like, yeah. wow, this, yeah. you know, this guy is truly amazing. So, yeah. yeah yeah, talk to me. Um, I think you know, you know, music has always been my thing. Um, I started my my career when I was young, so I don't I don't count it from the time I started making money. I started like playing piano when I was eleven, and then I started making beats when I was like fourteen, fifteen. Um, this is like nineteen ninety four, by the way. Okay. On cassette. Um, I started making beats because I rapped. So I used to sing, then I rapped and I played piano. So now I was like, okay, well, I need beats. So, cause now remember back in the days we used to have the CDs, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that yeah that one song that or if you bought a single you would have a, a the instrumental track. Okay, yeah. So I sometimes I would take that and rap it. There was not enough singles, so at some point I'm like, yo, I need to make some beats now. So I started making beats and um, so that I could rap over my beats, and that's that's pretty much where the idea of producing came from for me. Sure. Yeah, and then and- I just carried on with it, and I mean. I kind of stopped at some point, but like um, when I was studying at UCT, my neighbor had like turntables and he had like computer. I was like, oh, okay, I can pick this up again. Sure. Yeah. And so, I mean, you've touched many different like fields in yeah. your industry. Yes, what sir. then, what decision do you think helped you pivot to being a music producer? I think I came, I came in the game to, to be a music producer. Um, so I had two choices to make. So. Um, when I came in, I used to DJ, uh, I was a DJ in Cape Town before I moved to Joburg and I produced and I, and I had a crew we all rapped and I used to write songs. So when I kind of did the maths, I was like, it kind of makes sense at the time for me to focus on production than 
uh, pursue a solo career because I didn't have a full picture sure. of what it takes to 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 be a solo artist because it, it's they're two different animals like you know music production like you need to think of the business technical you need to do your hours in that regard as an artist it's a it's something else altogether you need to uh, hone the craft of being on stage sure vocal pres I mean stage presence vocal presence um have building a show yeah. and all of it needs hours i'm not saying it's impossible to be both an artist and a producer but for me i kind of chose i was like this one is going to get me known quicker sure. and i'll be able to build a sustainable career sure by being a music producer sure and you've built quite an amazing business what tools and equipment can creators use in the in their production process and i'm really asking for sure. myself because yeah. you know i'm in the youtube space i'm in the sure. podcasting space and sound plays a really important um at uh, you know aspect to, to what i do sure that's a really good question um you know when when you're looking at things that visuals that that link uh, audio visual together you have to you have to consider you have to kind of make the same considerations you would for visual Sure. So if you're going to like with guys with yourself like the cameras that you brought in here are amazing already like you know you got great lenses the 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 body's good enough. Yeah. Um because it captures it at the 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 highest level. Yeah. So same thing with audio you kind of have to capture the sound at the highest level. So the tools that we have um I would say you need three things. Sure. You've got a computer. Yeah. The second thing that you need you need a really good microphone. um and then you kind of need to like determine what kind of microphone you need based on what you do so this particular mic i bought it because i can use it on the road uh, it's got a very high threshold for you know sound durability so it's very durable okay. it's sturdy it won't break easily it's also got a good response frequency response to to sound like whether i'm recording a rap vocal or i'm recording a a sung vocal or a spoken word you know and then The third thing that you need to look at is your is your is your converter um which is your sound card sure. something that brings you know that converts it from analog to digital so in 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 sound we call it the A to D converter so you need to get like a higher quality sound card to get you know I would say I use um since you're on Mac I would recommend you get a universal audio sound card cuz you can put proper compressors there so that when you're recording your signals already coming in strong sure. it's clean you don't have to do too much to it later sure. because the thing that brings um the the visual and the audio together is that intimacy you must feel like this person's right next to you uh you mustn't be distracted by noise and signal noise and and hisses sure. that that really takes you away from the actual core reason why you're on the on the podcast or watching a piece of content on youtube I mean those are three very important things and I think you know they sound so simple yeah, but I think yeah. you know there's more into it. So I want to talk about kicks and snares which sure. I think is very <laughs> dear and close to you right. Yeah. Now, tell me about kicks and snares. Kicks and snares is um it's a it's a project that I came up with a couple of years ago. Um it, it started off as a joke, you know, um when when I was, I was producing here in Joburg, uh, a friend of mine did a rap and she said um MP keeps him dancing. He only hangs out with the kicks and the snares, which is true. I literally spend all my life um behind the computer um figuring out kicks and snares, you know. Doof, 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 doof. And so I was like, okay, what for this next season of my life, 
what is it that I am passionate about that I can push and, and, and build into like a massive business? And I was like, I want to call it Kicks and Snares. Um, Kicks and Snares is a community of people that are about music, about music knowledge. They're keen to share knowledge. Um, you know, the, some of the guys that are in the Kicks and Snares community, uh, I get them work. You know, like for instance, T-Kid. Yeah, yeah, you met him on the project. Yeah. So I met him via an, a music production group. Um, and I was like, yo, come in, you know, be part of Kicks and Snares. Let's do some cool stuff together. Yeah. You know, so Kicks and Snares is about that. And then besides that, uh, on YouTube, it's a, it's a format that I created where I talk about my songs, uh, how I made the songs and the process behind it. I just, it's just a nice umbrella to like box it into. Sure. I mean, look, it sounds so amazing. And we, you and I have talked about this yeah. before yeah. and maybe a little bit where we touched about why don't we have perhaps a natively African or South African mm-hmm. stock platform for yeah, sounds exactly and i think you know kicks and snares is Listen, definitely that we are well on the way um it's just you know it's it's quite a it's quite a legally it's very complex you know um the the thing of you know handling other people's music it's like i I'm, I'm i'm a person that likes to be very cautious when it comes to people's music rights and everything so I, it's not something that I, I'm, I'm like okay let me just jump in there real quick and then you know make a mess of it so it's something I'm just investing some time to, to think about and to consult before before we take it to market. Sure. Yeah. I think it would really be amazing. I mean, you know, again, it's something that we've talked about and I think it's needed in the industry. Yeah. Here's one of my things, right? And, yeah. I, and this is probably for every creator. Yeah. Sound is probably more important than visual. And this is just my thinking. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong here. So how do you go about choosing the right sounds or sa- and samples? just to use in your production to make it sound better. And and the reason why I say sound is more important because yeah. if you had to switch off the video yeah. and just listen to what's going on, if it's beautiful sound, it can really create the situation of where you are. Got you. Sure. You know, sound, hey, I'm biased. I'm super biased. I, I just want to, from, from the jump, because I am more auditory. Like my mind, like literally just go gravitate towards sound. So I'm always going to be biased. So sound, sound for me, like, and, and music, it's like when you're creating a piece of music, even before I start creating, I already have some kind of emotion. I know what I want to get out of it. Is this something you hear? Is this something you feel? It's something Is I it... feel. Sometimes I can hear the melody very distinctly. Sometimes every morning I have to do something. Sure. You know, in, the, in a day, I have to kind of come up with a finite number of tracks. Sure. So how I find tracks, I'm like, does this match the sound? Does it match the emotion? And then I'll just dial through sound, dial through sound. And, okay, that's the one. Some days I can just spend the whole day going through sounds. I just file them. That's the difference between poor now and poor 2005. It's like I'm a bit smart. I'm like, okay, once I find the sound that's dope, I'll just file it and write a tag and say, okay, this is for this emotion or whatever. Cool sure. Sound. Sure. So that when I'm fluffing for sounds i'm like i just go okay that's the sound and i also make phone calls i've got so many people around the world that i've worked with that um i can just call and be like hey so where do i find that robin s baseline they'll be like oh it's in nexus oh great what is it called dial it in i see what you mean yeah 
Sure. I mean, look, you, you know, you talk about music so easily and sound so easily. Yeah. As a creator, there's certain platforms we go to, and I won't mention any, you know, any of them, but yeah. maybe you can help us mention the platforms that, you know, creators can go to to find sounds that are really helpful because the ones I use is Epidemic Sound and there's maybe, you know, I don't know, I, a few I've other missed, ones. Yeah. So, I mean, I've seen, I've seen a few resources, but I, I have offered myself to some close friends where they're like, oh, can you write me a piece of music for my YouTube? And I sure, no problem. I'll write it for you. Sure. So, but that kind of led me to, to think of a business idea. So I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> so please, please, please guys, uh, subscribe to like my, 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 uh, my YouTube. It's 37 MPH. I've got the kicks and snares and then this new one, it's called a day in a life. That's, that's the crazy one. Sure. So I'm sure in one of those, you'll find out ab about the progress of, what I'm up to in terms of like creating a place for, for, for creators to get bespoke music. Sure. I really want to see that coming, come, in, come sure. to, to fruition. I think it's a long time coming thing and it should really work. How do you balance creativity and just the technical um, differences of a client? So the client is saying, I want a specific sound, but you're like, man, Paul wants this other sound. How do you balance the two? You know, I am one, I am a sucker for, for a brief. I love a good brief, you know? Yeah. Um, and whenever I'm, I'm being briefed on something, I'm the person that's going to over ask questions. So by the time I leave the meeting or the, the briefing, I would have pointed to as many references as possible. Say, is this what you're feeling? Is this da 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 and then once I've gotten that, I can frame it in my own world and say, okay, this is because how you, um, you need to like be able to know how to interpret what each piece of music does. Sure. And so I will ask those questions like, are you wanting this piece of music? Because are you referencing to it because it gives you this emotion or is it because are you, are you listening to it for the tempo or for the rhythm? Or for the genre and then so there's a few boxes i tick i'm like okay genre yes and then the next box would be okay if they chose this reference maybe they were looking for the choice of instrumentation maybe what they were looking for there is the is a vocal thing and then it's just drums here and then it's about the overall feeling sure. whatever campaign it is and then then i'll consolidate all that info like they are looking for something like this that does this and that does this and then i'll sit there in my corner i'm like okay so if I were to write this piece of music and this piece of music were to win me an award, how best would I apply myself? Because sure. you know, if you're copying this, you're not going to get an award. You have yeah. to create something new. Yeah. That's the only way you, 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 you can win a Louis is if you come up with something new. So, so I'm a sucker for being briefed well and I ask questions and then translate that into me. But however, there are, there are, um, there are times where you have got a brief and, you know, the director or whoever might want it a specific way. Sure. I'm like, great, I hear you. So I don't like to fight. So I'm going to get in the studio. I'll knock out two versions. The one is like my gut version. Like, this is where I feel like we need to go. And then I will tailor that whatever that they want. I'm like, I'll do it the best I can. And when I submit, I'll submit both and then hear it. Like most times they'll, they'll initially go with what they thought they wanted. But after a few lessons, they'll go with my one. Be like, okay, I think you are right. 
Sure. And then, but there's always some kind of commonality. Like, okay, maybe if you bring it in this way, we're gonna be happy. So, so you know, you know, the process of like writing music for like ads, TV, film, or like even for artists, you just need to understand how you're pro- solving the problem for them. Sure. Using music. Sure. I really love that, man. The way, and the way you describe that, you have to sometimes submit two versions mm-hmm. just not so long ago i had a podcast with jr and he talked about the same thing mm-hmm. where you know he's in this space where he's creating photography but he wants to add cgi into it and mm-hmm. whenever he talks to his clients about it they don't get it but <laughs> in terms of just you know doing the idea you have to yeah. they do everything twice and i really love that it sounds like you've got a wealth of knowledge um behind you from when you started what are some common mistakes that creators make or have made and or even not maybe not creators producers that yeah. may that they, you know they make and how can they avoid these certain mistakes that you are seeing right now to progress and and, and know certain things the most important thing about being a producer is is the ability to produce so that means every day you need to be doing something um sometimes you know producers become very philosophical or emotional about oh it's not vibing this way i need it to be perfect there is no such thing as perfect you know there's one book i read it's called uh, the 15 immutable laws of growth by by um I'll, I'll i'll tell you a bit later sure john c maxwell great book um so he talks about like the seeking perfection and thinking that an idea is perfect it doesn't exist it's a myth so that you not pursuing an idea means you wasted time. So I believe as a creator, you need to create. Like whether it's whack, you know, like uh, in how I, I, I was taught as a producer, is like, listen, get the ideas out of the system. Like if you're going to make a whack beat, let it be whack. You need to, maybe you need to get 100 out of your system. Sure. Get 100 whack beats and go through that yeah yeah and then eventually you're gonna get to 101 and you're like whoa where, where have i been crack it. yeah yeah and then maybe you might might get to 110 you made a whack one again it's fine get it out of your system sure don't be too perfect just make i really really love that advice i was going to ask what advice you you know you would give yeah. so i really really love that man and you've worked on many projects with different yeah. clients and you've yeah. won so many awards too <laughs> What are some of your goals and dreams for the future? Hey man, listen, um, I've got short-term ones. Uh, like the sh- I think the short, the short-term goal is to probably release one, one or two projects this year. That's the short-term. Mid-term, um, I would love to to land a few Netflix um, projects as a composer. Um, Netflix, Apple, Disney. Um, Amazon Prime, I wouldn't mind, you know, um, you know, being out there. But uh, for me, the the major major goal for my life is to uh, to really flourish and live independently because of music, like fully, yeah, and be financially free because of music, you know. And that what that looks like, it looks like um, it looks like Quincy Jones, you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the African version of Quincy Jones, a guy who's like, he makes dope music, he makes, produces great records. Yeah. He's a great film composer. He's a great musical director. Hence, like, every, all my efforts are that. Like, every year I have to, like, do 
at least four notable projects, you know, like DMVCAs or metros or whatever, softers, and I need to be the musical director for that. Sure. And 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 bring myself in there, like, yo, we had this moment on TV, you know, or I have to like, or and actually, and I have to write something dope for TV, like whether it's one advert, like one great ad, or a bunch of them, or like write a, you know, a, a title sequence for a TV show that like I can tick the box and be like, okay, I've pushed myself. And then obviously I want to release my own music. Yeah. So th- that's for me, those are the, um, the most important things in my life. I really love that, man. And yeah. I really hope it happens. I wish you all the best of luck Thank you, bro. with everything that's coming up. Thank you, bro. Can you describe the music production scene when you started versus to what it is now? I mean, I'm sure, you know, you, again, you've, you know, you've won all these awards. I'm sitting around here with so yeah. many awards. You've got awards behind you. I'm yeah. sure there's awards everywhere else yeah. in the house. Yeah. Um, what, what, what was the scene like then and what is it like now? <laughs> I, you know, I think it could be the same. I'll tell you. It could be the same. Yeah. It's just the exposure is different. Okay. Right. So when I was producing, when I came to Joburg, it was uh, 2004. And my circle was Bongs, Danes, uh, OKB, uh, Tasso, you know, Amu. Those are like a circle. Yeah. We kind of knew what was happening. Right. We knew what plugins we're using, whatnot. And then because I'm curious, I would get in the car with Ishmael, go to Goofy's studio, Terry's studio, and discover what other people are doing in their studio. Sure. Um, and then it was like that for some time. You know, you're like, you kind of don't know unless you were literally physically there. Now, it's like, it's way faster than it was before. Like, we have studios everywhere. Not to say there were not studios everywhere then. Sure. There's studios everywhere now, and we have the internet. Like, internet is so ridiculous. You make a song, TikTok, boom, uh, Instagram. And it's trending. trending. You're inside. Yeah. Then it's easy for you to get on the DSP. For us, back in the days, if I had a hit, I had to go speak to Lance. Yo, Lance, I got this track, yo. This is what I'm trying to do. Yo, this is what I'm trying to do. If, if it's a hit hit and they feel it, it's like, let's go now. Yeah. You know? Then it was get on radio. Then we have to press the CD. It's different, bro. Now yeah, yeah. there's no pressing of the CD <laughs> no more. You know, yeah. You literally having. I, mean, I just the other day. I know it sounds old school. I need to up my game. I literally just um, registered on whatever. I got my control as thirty-seven mph. Yeah. On Apple Music, I didn't have it for so for the longest. Okay. Now I can actually like do something like oh, I, I just put my track now today. But you, you have a song out already. I got many songs out. You got many songs out. Where can yeah. we hear your songs? Because when I look, uh, and I'm using Spotify at the yeah. moment, and for 37 MPH, only one song comes out. Oh, no, there's many. How do you spell? There's no space. It's 37 MPH. One word. Maybe I did put a space. Please, no space. I'll recheck again. Yeah, so the best place to go, if you want to check out my music, is my website, www.37mph.com. Sure. Or you can go to africori.com forward slash 37 MPH. I can definitely vouch for the the, the website part because that's exactly yeah. where I went to and there's different mediums. Yeah. 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 So I mean talk to me about creating a piece of art from the beginning. Yeah. What is it like from you approaching a brief for the first time? 
So you want to know about the brief or when I'm just writing for my, um, for my own damn self? Everything. I mean, I think, you know, I think it's better when there's a brief. What does it yeah. feel like when you just start from the, from, from the beginning? It's, it's painstaking. The first, the first like 24 hours is tough because you have to manage expectation um, of the client. You know, like you get excited, like, you know, you're going to nail it. But I don't overpromise. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's see wh- what we're gonna do. Yeah. And then, then it actually the tar meets the rubber when you actually get in the studio and you're like, okay, cool. Right. These guys have just given us the brief. Let's go. Yeah. And it's it's exciting, but it's nervous. Like I I I I like to think of myself as one that approaches everything with caution. Like I get excited very quickly, but when it's time to do, I wusa. I keep quiet and internalize. Okay, what are the steps needed to to accomplish? So when when I'm I've got a brief and I've landed it, it looks like it's ours. I I have to wusa and be like, okay, cool. Um, what are the steps? What did we promise? Um, and then what are they expecting from us? How can we oversee those that? How can we exceed that expectation? Sure. In terms of delivery, sound, and and everything. So and because I'm a better type a personality i just make a spreadsheet and then i'll just like list 100 items to knock off the list you know from every single thing until it gets to like i've got a nice final of things you know i never send a demo that just comes out of my machine so it has to go through my engineer for quality purposes what up everybody this is 37 mph and this is b-roll conversations in terms of like Doing stuff when I'm just writing for the sake of writing for myself, I just have a good time. Eh? I think of, do you have an emotion? What do you want to write about? How is this going to be entertaining? Uh, is this going to be an introspective song? And then I just go with it. I go crazy. And then, you know, and then I'll, I'll pitch it with an artist that I think would be dope with it. I think that's that's pretty lovely, man. And yeah. you you know you've got many processes and things that you know and your own ways of working. And I've seen you, especially when we were at Afro Pop Nation, how you approach certain things. I mean, you know, there was a time where you know you're videographing something, and there's a time where you are literally working and overworking. And some of you know some of the questions you know I was asking you and the things you were telling me, it really is amazing. So you yeah. you know you've got a really um, a big spirit and, and, and an open spirit to working. And I've seen how you approach a brief. You really, really put your heart into it. I mean, there were late hours that we had to put in there. And, you know, you could see that, you know, sometimes you just want to walk away, but because of your passion and because of you want to make sure this thing is okay and it, it is really good. So, that, I, mean, I mean, I'm really glad to be working with people like you. I think it was really amazing. Thank you, man. And also just to add to that, like, you know, every chance to work, um, it's it's an opportunity to like bring something to the world, you know. It's a, so I, I I take it very, I take it, I don't take it for granted. It's something that's heavy, and I'm like it's a pleasure for me to to take it to the to finish, you know. So whenever you know we 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 um we come across difficult times in a job environment, long hours, difficult artists, you have to just whistle. You have to remember what the end goal is. The end goal was to like deliver a quality show with these amazing artists no matter how no maganjan you know so it's a thing of like okay game phase cool will probably be on line 99 in my spreadsheet of like okay when this happens when the artist is being difficult 
What do you do? We don't care if they get difficult because we're trying to get to the end of the spreadsheet. We're trying to get to the end of like, we finished the show. It's going to look good. We can work with this and we can do some post-production and we're going to deliver it to the channel. And the channel are going to be excited because they know that the viewer, the audience are going to be excited to see their artists perform. So it's like all of the other stuff in between is for me to figure out and manage and, and mitigate. But like, I know like we're here in point A, at the end, we're trying to make sure that the client is like, we we want these guys again. Sure, You're yeah. so good. Yeah. You know? And I think that's so important. I think, you know, you're raising such, something so um, pivotal because a lot of us now have become either big in our industries, we, you know, we've won second, certain accolades where mm. sometimes we don't want to put in the work because everybody should know me, everybody knows me type of mentality. And I think it's so important just to have the love for what you are doing genuinely and just put in all that you have. So yeah, be that to and, you. and there's no such thing as too big, you know. Um, it's it's it, it depends on the part that you're looking. You know, like if you if you feel if if a creative feels like they're big in South Africa, then it's time to look at the Africa, and look at the rest of Africa. And if you once you've conquered the rest of Africa, maybe look at Europe. Sure. Maybe you you, you the UK, and then you know what I mean. Until literally you've got global domination, then you can be like, right, okay. <laughs> let's go to Mars. Yeah. You know, let me make let some me, beats let, let on the moon. Like, you know, yeah. there's always something more. And, and like, I feel like that one, you know, as, as like, as a principle, I'm a, I'm a man that believes in the Bible. Like, you know, there's one scripture that says pride becomes, pride comes before the fall. You know, so before, like, like just when you're at the peak, when you're killing it and you're like, yeah, I'm at the top, you can still go in for, for longer sure but the attitude like once you feel like we're at the peak like yeah i got this that's it's a sign that you're about to go down yeah you kind of need to like okay i'm here i'm grateful for this but there's more so i'm i mean i i kind of have that mentality there's more there's always more so yeah. like two awards three awards yeah ah, yeah there's space for more it's whatever awards. you know it's yeah. like cool every year i get to win an, an award for something in my career it's not enough it's not like, okay, it's not the end. It's like, because I'm like, cool, I could have done better. So I'm yeah. like, okay, let's chase the better again. Sure. You know? I mean, look, so you, you've you done so much work. You've worked with so many artists. You, as you describe it now, you know, just the process of working. Let's dream a little bit. Yeah. Who are some of your dream producers and artists that you want to <laughs> work with? Whether it's locally or Whoa. it is... The vibe candles on, yes. Let's get so, let's, <laughs> so the vibes are happening. Let's get them listen, on. Bro, the universe is listening. Listen here. I want to work with Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre, bro. Timbo. I met Timbo. We've spoken. This is um, Timberland. Yeah. I okay. spoke I spoken to Timberland. We had like a lengthy ass conversation uh, a few years ago when when he was performing. He asked for us. He was like, yo, I want to meet those guys. And where's that guy that plays the NPC? Yeah. And I met him and we, we talked about sounds and stuff. I want to work with Timbo. I want to work with Pharrell, bro. Um, and Kanye West. Ooh. Yeah. And Max Martin. Max Martin knows something we don't know. Who is Max Martin? Max Martin is one of the biggest pop producers in the world. Um, he's a... Uh, he... Oops, I did it again. Oh, yeah. In sync. Anything in sync. And he produced it? Yeah. Okay. Writer, producer, like even still now, like you know, I can't feel my face when I'm with you, you but I love you. Is the, or, the original song? 
No, the the weekend song. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's Max Martin. Oh, that's beautiful. True. Like so, so when you like him is timeless. It's not like okay, he was hot in the nineties. Nah, he's hot now still. Like yeah. anything that's hot and dope. And then obviously, who else do I want to work with? So you mentioned four, four, four. Right now, yeah. I'll mention two more. Mastercraft is my brother, but I still want to get in the studio and like really, work, really, really, really work with him. Yeah. Um, Saz, Saz would be dope to work with. Is uh, are these any local artists? No, Saz, Saz is a is a Nigerian producer, okay. same as Mastercraft. Those two, I would, I would like, I would kill to be in the room with. Well, Mastercraft, they can call him and fly to Nigeria, but I don't have access to Saz. Sure. You know. I think the universe is listening. The candles mm, are burning, mm, and and mm, let me tell mm, you something, mm. man. The beauty of what we're doing here is that maybe in five, ten years' time, even next, you know, two months' time, we'll be looking back and be like, he said this, and you know, it's happening, and it's so beautiful that you know we can speak our things into into the universe. What do you think it takes to be at the top of what you do? So you've described, you know, the people that you want to work with, which. Assumingly at the top of what you do, what do you think it takes to get there? Um, listen, I can't give you like a textbook advice, Fabs. I can always, I can always tell you what I did sure. to to like better myself. Yeah, and what I continue to do, it's, it's common knowledge. Find a mentor, you know. Um, to be a dope music producer, you have to find someone dope. They could be a little bit out of reach. Like for me, it's like Cleo. Like I can call Cleo, DJ Cleo. Yo, man. Can you teach me this? He's going to teach you. Phone Tasso, yo, how do I do this? You know? Phone Mastercraft. Dog, how do you get your songs to be like up there? What do you, how do you do it? In terms of music directing, like I think uh, at the time when I met my mentor, I was at the peak of my music production game. I was like, we met literally at the summers. Um, he was the musical director and I was like, I want to do what you do. I, like he, he could see, like when he came to my place, he's like, oh, you got pianos, you got sheet music. So I was like, can you teach me? And he's like, cool. So we spoke, we made a deal with like two years. You meant you under me. I'm like, shut I'll work with you, bro. Yeah. Let's go. Um, and with anything else, like, I mean, I make, I made friends in the film game. Like, I don't want to mention any names, but Zetu, you're a brother to me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> shout out, shout out to Zetu. Shout out to Zetu Mashika. He's yeah. an amazing film composer. And like, you know, the brother can open up his doors and say, yo, can you come through? And I'm like, I need to ask you some questions. Like, come to my house. I'm like, and I'll go to his house. And he'll give me quality advice based on what experience he's had. Yeah. And I'm like, that is how you get better. You know, like, and then we're going to be brothers together forever. And and like all these people, like you say, two years. Nah, we, we got, we're well on seven years now working together. We're building things together. So at some point I'll be I'll be calling up um Hans Zimmer. Literally, I'm like one phone, one person away from him. Yeah, because I can call Bralebo and be like, "Yo, can I? Can you arrange something? You know? Yeah, I want to learn how Hans Zimmer does it. Yeah, I'm gonna pack my bags and move to LA. Sure, and learn how this is done properly. You know, so there's always someone that you can learn from. I really love that man, and you've got this obsessive thing about getting things done. You know, from you and I picking up the conversation of doing this podcast, yeah. you've, you've got this thing of just, I want to get it done. Where do you think that comes from? I don't know, man. I think I'm, in, uh, uh, I'd say I'm intentional, bro. I'm intentional in life. Like, I've never been the person who's had things handed to them. Um, I don't come from a, you know, like a music family with the big names. 
obviously my parents are musical but it's not a famous musical family yeah you know but i was competing with people that came from musical families with like massive surnames and everything for me i, I always knew i was like if you want to make it do it yourself you know the high school i went to with the motto our principal used to say if it is to be it is up to me mm. so anything that you want to get done just get it done you know so and and getting it done is is more than it's more than the jobic talk of like yo dog in the middle of the night like yo <laughs> so let's exchange numbers i am one of the most serious people you ever meet in life and Maybe also that, very fun too i'm super fun <laughs> yeah but when it comes to like words and like interaction like sometimes we can chill and sit like yo nice to meet you dog cool but like if there's some kind of click like a spark like oh my god yeah i like it when you did that there's an opportunity there sure and i'm like it's not gonna stop here and i, I always make a mental note in my my head i'm like, okay we just had this conversation and if you notice i didn't get excited on the spot i'm like okay dope yeah cool Shh, quiet then i'm like yo so that thing we spoke about what do you think and then you we're fleshing it out more yeah, you know yeah. then like okay let's exchange numbers quick quick then once the exchange of numbers happens it's like we're gonna follow up it goes into my spreadsheet bro like that conversation went into a spreadsheet it was like this needs to be done it's not gonna end there because like we in the industry creative guys we hurt each other all the time we we have great ideas in the club where we meet outside and then we never do anything about it that's pretty crazy man and that's yeah. so true that's something that we always do yeah and i mean i do feel like it's something that we need to change in the industry mm -hmm. where to next for you where to next bro i'm gonna smash those uh short-term goals uh, i need to to shut down my instagram shut out my twitter and 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 focus and write some music but it's hard to like shut down instagram and whatnot because i have to be keep the, keep the conversation going but jokes aside um i'm gonna release some music in the next couple of months and there's a few film projects that i really hope to to clinch big ones oh Good those luck. netflix and those things that i spoke about sure yay they must come to fruition or what good luck with that you know and then um yeah that's that's what you can expect in the next couple of months and i've also got a few um formats that i've been messing around with like tv formats that i'm i'm pitching day in day out that's it okay yeah so once once i pitch them it's like okay then i can employ more people and then we we can work and build the industry you are new in the industry it is your first day i guess interacting with equipment um what's the younger what would the younger you do now um knowing all that you know yo that's a big question the younger version of me would have been like i should have just stuck to my guard and said screw this screw screw what you know i'm gonna make it happen like i could have been the solo artist and the dope producer you know had i not listened to uh um fear talk you know like no you can't you you're gonna fail type of thing you know yeah so so i think if i came came in that room and i just maintained that energy of like yeah we're gonna let's rock yeah you know that would have been dope but i'm still doing it though yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's so many crazy rooms i walk into i'm like yo i don't belong here but i'm like ah i rock it 
Yeah. <laughs> and you're doing it with confidence at that. Oh, yeah. No, because I love it, man. I do it with confidence and humility. Yeah. You know, like it's a balance for me. It's like I get, you know, when, when I see the challenge, I'm like, okay, I'm about to do this big thing. I'm so underqualified. I, you can always talk yourself into like, I'm so underqualified. Okay, cool. Okay, well, how am I underqualified? And then I start a spreadsheet. Okay, cool. Underqualified. So how do I turn underqualified to overqualified? Then I'll do the necessary research. Sure. And then I'll map out all the steps. So by the time I walk in the room, there'll be millions of people. There'll be the executives from the channel. I know the steps. I don't have to like exert. Uh, I, I don't have to like overexert myself and be something I'm not. I'll present what they need me to bring to bring to the table with my touch and flair. Like, okay, I'm in the room. You asked me to do this thing, and I'm very confident that I'll take it all the way to the end. Sure. You know, so it's like that. It's a balance of that. You know, being scared and being catching a humility card. Like, okay, I might screw this up, and then that I might screw this up is gonna inform me to like actually do something to to um take the product to the to finish. I really love that, man. And you've got such an amazing work ethic whenever you do you, anything that you do. Thank you. Um, before we close off the podcast, there were two yeah. questions that I actually wanted to ask. And yeah. we were just getting into, sure. into one of them. As a creator, where do I start? Where do I go if I actually want to create sounds? Uh, for myself now there's something you know in the ai industry where you're able to create your own sounds using ai but i mean you know that's probably something for the future but where do i go now to create sounds for myself listen you got a mac your garage band uh you you got uh ableton some people by logic uh switch it on just learn the basics how to record you already you all oh, we're already way in the in, in the game you you've got USB mics. Just get in there, figure out what sounds are what. But my thing, general rule is, don't use everyone's sounds. Make your own sounds. You know, by use use your my, your voice is the most unique thing about you. So put your voice in there, tweak it, do whatever. Most of my songs always have my voice. So basically, like you said, all I need is my laptop, laptop, my microphone, Garage Band, Garage Band. You know, like Garage Band. At some point, you might reach the ceiling, but I mean, some people have written like crazy genius things with GarageBand, but I never allow myself to feel limited by by what I have. You know, I mean, my I've I've used so much software in my life. My first piece was Magic's. I used Magic's, uh, Reason one two three four, uh, Cubase. I was even endorsed by Cubase. Um, you know, I've, I've used Logic and I use Ableton. Uh, you know, so I'm like, okay, what, what is there? What is, it's just a tool. It's just a piece of software. It's got its rules, break them, learn the rules and then break them and do something with it. You know, sure. so I don't think it's something that's impossible. Like I never say your beats whack. It's just a choice of sounds that are whack, you know? So if, if you can just open up the software, think of what you want and just put it out, just do it. And then obviously like for now professional reasons when you're ready to release it then you might need to consult with people okay is this mixed properly and you can still be like no i need this to be more prominent and then get your mix engineer to balance it properly for you and master it and then send it to the market or if you want to use it for your podcast you know i mean i i'm always editing pieces of music for the purpose of you know like now you know my, my process of making music is so quick these days 
I'm like, I'm making a video and I need some piece of music. No, so I'm not yeah. gonna spend a full day writing a piece of music. I'm gonna write it while I'm comp- while I'm putting my my video together. Can I do this on GarageBand? Mm, totally. I I don't I don't think you can work with video on GarageBand though. Um, where can I go to actually work with a video and I, sound at the same time? I use Ableton. Ableton. You can use you can use um Logic, but Logic can be quite. It won't work for the purpose of you. You can't put. Um, several cuts you can only put one video and then compose from the beginning to the end i see on ableton bro i can literally just put put my flash disc in there drag in all my videos and then cut the pieces i want because i use the software so so all the time for composing i just find the hit points da, 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 da. if there's a tempo for that thing i draw in the tempo and i start composing and you know exactly where to go mm-hmm. So Ableton, if you can look, there's the, there's an intro version. If you go to ableton.com, you you're able to get um, the light version of it. I think it's free, but I don't think you can save. There's a few limited functions there, um, but there's Ableton intro, then the standard, and the suite. So when you start out, start out with uh, Ableton, uh, that light one. And then see if you if you it, the interface is quite daunting the first time, but it's the best thing because it does you're not limited by how many buttons do I need to press to achieve something. It's so simple that literally you just like it does what you want it to do. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Actually, I'm gonna check it out. Ableton. I think you've plugged me as a creator, and I think many creators should be plugged onto this. Before we close the podcast. Um, do you have anything that you would like to say? Personally, for me, I want to thank you for number one, allowing me into your space. Number two, for pushing for this conversation to, to, for us to have this conversation. And again, for taking your time to actually spill all this knowledge. I know there's so much I want to ask you. There's so much that I want to know also because I just feel like there's so much, you know, that, you know, both of, both you and I can learn from one another. Sure. Um, do you mind? Um, oh, what are, what are the last words, rather, from you, rather, um, before we close the podcast? Sure. Um, I'd say thank you so much for your tenacity. Thank you for uh, for creating this podcast. May may it increase and and become something huge. I really um, appreciate it, man. And then, lastly, just keep creating, man. Like your vibe is dope. You're always going to be dope. And whoever's watching, um, wherever you go, just just be yourself. The world will always teach you to like some kind of monster like oh i'm hip-hop just be yourself the way that you're raised wherever you came from you're perfect you might need a few tweaks but like the inside of you is, is good you know and like when you have that you are always going to stand out in the world you're always going to be something special don't change it you're dope that's it love that so much man thank you so much uh, for coming to Bureau Conversations and it really has been amazing. One day we will do part two because there's always so much to learn from one another. <laughs> and uh, something that I normally do with some of my guests, maybe if you can, you you definitely welcome to. I normally yeah. ask them to close the show out for me, say whatever they want to say and we say peace. I, 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 um, so this is Bureau Conversations. This is Bureau Conversations and uh, you're chilling with 37MPH at the Rec Shop Club in line. We're out here, kicks and snaring it out. Um, life is good, guys. Go check out my podcast. No, I don't have a podcast. Go check out my channel on YouTube. 
Uh, it's called at 37mph. We got kicks and snares and a day in a life. And yeah, just be happy. Reach out to me. I'm, I'm a chill guy. Whatever you need to ask about, whatever I can help to, to move you guys along on your journey, holla. And thank you so much for having me on Bureau, man. This is exactly why, why I do kicks and snares. Because people never like, it's like a, such a mystical part of the industry. It's it so mystical. It's like, we don't know. How are we going to listen? That's why I created kicks and snares. And that's why I'm honored to be on Bureau because it's like conversations that are meant to empower others. Love that, man. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to Bureau Conversations. This is 37MPH. We out.